0: following program is a live podcast
3: of hospitality individuals and chefs who are real people topics may include drinking occasional vitamin use choreographed violence appalachian humor politics comic books ghosts overindulgence polyamory theft obstruction of justice bleeding wounds and more These things some people may find offensive But are not limited to what may offend some people But not others The show does occasionally use language That would be not safe for work But it's how real people talk And like we said in the first line of the warning These are real people If you have any questions, comments, or concerns Please call our comment line at
0: 860-744-4767 Thank you
1: Actually give a whole talk about treating treating our work like an athletic event and when you see it that way doesn't mean you don't have fun and I mean I, having a shift drink and hanging with the people you just did battle with should never be taken away but but I mean what's wrong with like calling that out a little bit it, it almost feels like our industry is growing up a little bit and I know it's easy to hold on to like It's easy to hold on to what was and and to really glorify it. And I, and I, I liked the school of hard knocks. I liked how hard life was. I felt like I was doing something not a lot of people could handle. But it doesn't mean it needs to be the norm. And I think to have that stuff challenged, I don't think is that awful.
3: I admit I don't look like the athlete of the day. Supposed to look. My belly's just a little big. My heart is just a little big. But brother, I am bad and they know I'm bad. And there were two bad people. One was John Wayne and he's dead, brother. And the other one's right here. If
0: you shut the fuck up for 30 seconds, you might learn something. Welcome to Homer Food Number one live digital audio industry show for chefs, by chefs. Hosted by multi-time Food Network winner and award-winning chef, Chef Plum, and culinary veteran. Star of the food saver commercial, Chef Jeff, Jeff. So, wrap, date, and rotate because the boys are about to set your Nissan flaws. Here are the good brothers.
3: Oh, hell yeah, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening? Thursday night, we're getting down, getting down, getting down. Happy holidays, everybody. It's the boy, Chef Club, here, hanging out with you live on Plum Love Foods Live, friends. That's right. We got a great program tonight lined up for you. We were talking all about them charcuterie boards, charcuterie boards. We're trying to give you our tips and tricks to make your board the best it could possibly be for this holiday season. Happy holidays to everybody out there. We appreciate you checking out the program. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're doing this on the podcast version. It helps a lot of things, and we really do appreciate that. I'm not alone. I am here sitting, of course, with a gentleman who is a Commercial success. This gentleman is a national commercials. This gentleman is a COVID survivor. This man is a survivor of having teenagers. That's right. Not only that, he's a phenomenal chef out here. Ladies and gentlemen, Chef Jeffy's with me right here. Hey buddy, what's happening? You know what it is, man. It's Thursday. I'm here. I'm
2: sitting next to you. I get to see your beautiful face. I'm Ooh. super excited. Uh I you know, I, anytime we get to talk about meat and uh and uh, i get to uh talk about salami you get to sniff some um i get to see it it's uh it gets it gets wild you know and i'm
3: and uh i feel like that's gonna happen for sure well no doubt about it i'm definitely gonna be sniffing the old salami because this sniffer can always find a good salami (laughs) come on (laughs) and of course we're joined here in the other chair by our producer extraordinaire the one and only the legend chef dan dan what's up buddy
4: Speaking of good salami, hello, gentlemen. How are y'all today?
1: Hey, <laughs> Let's go. Right. Let's do that's this. Right. Yo,
4: I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. I've been eating charcuterie boards all week just to get ready for this. Like, yeah. just going in crazy, just showing up at people's houses, just munching on their meat, eating on their cheeses, not giving a fuck, you know, because I, I tell them I'm, I I gotta do a podcast and I gotta know how do people eat their charcuterie. The so, season. you know, I'm, I'm really it. figuring it out.
3: I love it. Well, it is. it is. It's one of those things that it's seasonal for sure. I think, like, obviously parties, you're making charcuterie boards and things like that, but for the holiday, I feel like there's always a charcuterie board out when you're at somebody's house. At a
2: holiday party, for sure. Yeah. Always going to be cheeses. There's always going to be some Hillshire Farm. Oh. Summer summer sausages fucking floating around. Uh, You know, we get a little of that, like, uh, the beef and cheddar joint. Um, You know, we get some of that uh, sharp cheddar cheese. Um, of sticks
4: wrapped in prosciutto.
2: Yeah, you know, some of that, uh, the, the cubes. You know, you go to the grocery store. <laughs> oh, you get yellow a cheese, nice cubes, yellow. Hank, uh, Hank, I, I bought them before. I'm and uh, and uh, the the jack, you know, the the pepper jack joints in there. Yeah. They have it mixed in. Not enough. There's never enough pepper jack. No, no there's only, only like the Swiss. Seven in the Nobody night. likes the goddamn Swiss. Just to let you guys know, whoever's making that cube cheese, you're That's fucking bullshit. up. Yeah, man, put in a little bit more pepper jack, a little less Swiss. People, Swiss is you know, come on, Swiss is 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 like. Uh, I don't okay. like Swiss
4: on a charcuterie board. Oh no, 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 no. It's too oh, funky.
3: That's weird.
2: I like a little funk. I like a little funk on it. My... That's right. Speaking not of funk, we got a here. great
3: we got a great guest joining us tonight. Matt Browning from We Charcuterie Salami is gonna be here talking oh. all about and this brother makes everything from 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 like he takes the actual pigs and goes from the pig to the salami. So it's not wow. like he's, he's not alleged. disconnected from it. So we're gonna talk about that process and break it down for us, which is awesome. Uh yeah, so looking forward to that faux show. Uh, but boys, before we jump into it, I got to make fun of myself here a little bit. Uh, Dan, we went to a fun, fun holiday party this past weekend, and uh, you know, I don't think of myself as being someone who gets embarrassed to talk to people, or scared to talk to people, or nervous to talk to people. But occasionally, someone of a certain stature that can happen to me. And Jeff, you might remember, it's happened in the past at places that we've been. That you know, one particular person I can think of that I got, I got a little nervous to talk to. Jeffy, I got oh. nervous. Oh yeah. Yeah, i've seen it happen. Seen it happen didn't make fun of sure. it too much, but a little. No, no, no. You couldn't believe it. You, you were more in disbelief than anything else.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, she's a, like a broadcast professional thing. here. Yeah, yeah.
4: You talk to people for a living. You That's talk what to I people do for a living. Yeah, so it's like, right? Hey, here's the person. Let me
3: talk to them. That's it. So we're at a party this weekend, Dan and I. Uh, very, very nice, nice party. Uh, a very, very, very good party in New York City. Very New York City party. And you were dressed
4: uh, great. You dressed. You looked incredible. I right. did. You looked fantastic, yeah. You had what? pants on; it was amazing. Whoa! Looked, hold on, shit. Good. Hold That's on.
2: Stop true. the press. You were wearing pants all My the way one to your pair of pants. It's not even like on. clam diggers; they were like all the way down. What is a clam? <laughs> <digger>? No, <laughs> <laughs> the double <devil> cuff. <laughs> you were know, like, like, wearing capris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he came in, like everyone's like, "You got to wear pants," and you're like, "Nah." I had pants. I'll wear a capris. Nice... I'll, I'll meet you halfway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Jimmy. I'm not. That's
3: that's not okay. He's yeah. like, yo. <laughs> I had a pair of pants and a sport jacket on.
2: Oh hell yeah, you were looking fly then.
3: I was trying. That's of course, Mohegan fly.
2: Looking... We get Mohegan fly once a year, so I know that's what true.
3: that's about. And Dan was looking phenomenal. He had his vest on. I was looking for his like watch on the chain, you know, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan's always out you there think. with his
2: monocle looking like he's singing backup <laughs> for like a Latin R&B guy. Or he's
3: trying to find the buried treasure map. One of the two I can't figure Yo. out. Both. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. yeah, so we're there. Another. But look, so we're there. We're having a great time. Talking and mingling. I happen to look out on one of the patios and I'm like, it's it, 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 is that Carrie King from Slayer? And <laughs> yeah, Carrie King, you know, the, the guitar legend from Slayer. Yeah. And the primary at the house, my client was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he just moved in down the road. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Carrie Kerry, Kerry King. I'm a massive, like, me, like, yeah, you understand. Yeah. Metal music when I was a kid is where it was at. And Carrie King is a legend of a human being. So I walk over to Dan and I'm like, Dan, we got to come up with a plan to go talk to Kerry King. I, I got to figure it. He's like, what do you mean? Just go talk to him. I was like, dude, I can't. Just, we just got to figure out. I Dan's can, up in a there. reason. Dan doesn't need like, a reason. Dan is a Dan's reason. Dan's like, Dan goes, what are you talking about? And he just starts walking over to him. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he goes over there. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. What's happening right now? Does Dan even know who Kerry King is? No, he doesn't. No, he's making he just fun. starts he give a, him. a shit. He just starts talking to him, and Carrie's a very low-key, quiet guy. Nice guy, very quiet. Really, so I make my way over, and of course,
0: very quiet. I People say who hello. don't know,
2: he sings songs like "South of Heaven," "Angel Season of Death," "Seasons of the Death, Abyss, Season 3 Abyss. Society. Yeah, I mean, he's like a legendary metal metal yeah. uh, ensemble, uh, uh, riff master, and he's written, uh, he's written some of the and, best guitar licks ever. Yeah, and uh, just a. Uh, just a fucking powerhouse man just brings out the energy in you you can't help but want to lift weights or just break shit it's just it's it's really that kind of music so rain and blood so to hear that he's quiet is kind of crazy to me
3: i feel like i would i would expect a little bit more like jeff what this guy's probably seen in his lifetime of touring with slayer solitude like he does he have like solemn eyes does he like like when he
2: looks up while he's eating charcuterie does he look up and he's like
3: I don't know if it's quite like like, that, like, but, like like real deep, like he looks into your soul. Like, it was more like you're still here. Oh shit. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I walk over, I introduce myself. I tell him I'm a big fan. I appreciate all the stuff he's done for music. And he was like, he was like very receptive. He's like, Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. And I was like, Yeah, so uh I you know I'm I'm the chef here, man. I didn't know you live by. I'm just making conversation. He's answering questions and talking very quiet, it's very loud. Uh, I end up going to get a beer. Anyway, we leave that night. Me and Dan, and Dan sits, stays with Carrie like, like for like twenty five minutes, just talking. And Carrie's like chewing on extra thick prosciutto or something. And
4: we were eating ice cream cones together. We were touching our ice cream cones together, cheering. We had a good time. You were cheering. Talked guys. about oh, his oh, whole B tattoo. Yeah, we had a great time. We we were, we got all into it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Dan yeah, like do. no, Dan's never listened to this guy's music his whole fucking life. I did now. That shit is
4: fucking fire. I was in the gym fucking <laughs> listening. I was like, this dude, I was talking to this guy. I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, that's my boy. <laughs> we done tripped ice cream cones together. Like, that's my man.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. But we get in the car and Dan goes, you know, Plum, like sometimes it's kind of refreshing to see you out there and you're just awkward as shit when you're trying to talk to somebody. It was you were so awkward, and I was like, dude, I know. I know. Dude. I know. It was incredibly awkward. He's like, yeah. He's like, but it was good. Like, it was healthy for me to see that. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I could fucking help your health here, Dan. But <laughs> I feel like an asshole talking to Carrie King from Slayer. Yeah. But, yo, know, real talk, I get
2: that. Cause it makes you, it makes us feel like you're human. Because, well, you know, we fuck up all the time when we try to talk in front of people. And you walk up to anybody, usually nine times out of 10. I've seen you walk up to, doesn't matter who the fuck they are, and just start. Rapping away about whatever, asking people, kissing babies, making friends. Yeah, you know I me and Dan. Babies start crying when we walk in the room. You know uh, the the old ladies fall down the canes. We go to help them. We kick the cane out of the way by accident, and then the lady Jesus. falls
3: in some soup. It's a mess. I'm you in know, soup. Well, yeah. You line is this, uh, I made an ass out of myself talking to Kerry King, and I hope I can see him in the future when I can be like, "Hey, buddy, remember me? I was the weird guy." Yeah, he's great. gonna be like, "Oh, hey." What's your name? Uh, You're a fruit, right? Uh... He's gonna gonna make these eyes. He's gonna do this. He's gonna go like this. He's gonna go. (laughs) (laughs) Look away. Sorry, don't remember. What are you you doing here? What are you doing here? Anyway, it was great. Mm -hmm. Great party. A lot of fun. (sighs) I don't know, but you know who is awesome, who isn't awkward, who's a great talker is our guest tonight. Hell Uh, yeah, Matt Browning. Uh, is an amazing human being. He is fantastic. Uh, he is from Wee Charcuterie. They're making uh, this amazing salami, making it with passion. I mean, taking these animals, whole animals, and making it from the whole animal down to the salami. He's going to break it all down for us, which I'm excited to talk to him about. We had oh, a little yeah. bit of a technical difficulty, so we're going to pick this conversation up about midway through, but we recap a bunch of stuff for him there. So, Matt, we do love you very much. We'll clap for you here so you see Hi. on the show. Matt Browning. He is the man. Make sure you check it out right here. This guy's awesome.
2: It's really, it's so impressive to to hear the, the fermentation process. I, 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 I've hung out with a lot of different people who do different salamis and stuff like that. And, and to do it on a large scale, like you guys are doing now too, has got to be like nerve-wracking at times. Like you have to have a whole team that's just so dialed in to yeah. uh, the process, you know. Sometimes...
5: It, in the beginning, the cojones to do it was just huge, right? It was every one of them was our animal and the amount we had invested of time and energy and money into that, right? So there's actually a funny story with that because I came up one day, actually. Plum, you know this story. We came up one day and so the medium was our original recipe, right? Yeah. The medium was kind of, it was perfect because I wanted to sit on the couch and eat it with my kid. Who perfect. was kind of how all this started. And I like a little spice. So we had the medium, and I show up, and it's really red. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. What happened here, boys? And we're going through another. That's the same stuff. So again, here you are. It's a month. You don't, you, you can't. It wasn't a couple days. This is we're waiting. People need this. It's all going out. And I taste it. I'm like, this is not ours, guys. This is hot. And we go back. We look through the records, and sure as shit, two of our pepper packs, that we, we make our pepper spice pack and keep it right. closed, and we use it with our thing. Two of them were in the pack. Oh, really? like, oh, so that's how do you more (laughs) have? That's how you got the hot. That's how we got the hot. And I'm like, wait, I I actually like it. So we had to make a whole new batch of labels because we had the medium was what was actually there. And now we had a hot that wasn't. Anyway, we'll go on to the we sold it and
3: people loved it. And it became kind of our one of our biggest hits, frankly. It's delicious. We're joined tonight by Matt Browning from WeCharcuterie.com talking all about cured meats and making salamis. And we've been snacking on some here too, which has been delicious. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had a couple technical difficulties, but we've got them all worked out now. So we're going to play a little catch up here. But uh, Matt, this stuff is delicious. WeCharcuterie.com is where you can get this product if you want to get it. I'm telling you, it's great for all of your holiday uh, charcuterie boards you're going to make for when the family comes over, things like that. Matt, when you think about a charcuterie board, especially you because you're an expert, right? two reasons why you're an expert you have a microphone and you're here with us so therefore you're an expert belly man i like to eat (laughs) and but what do you think makes a
5: great charcuterie board um variety and playing with the different textures um the different um i guess taste sensations right from the salty to the sweet like a fruit like a dried fruit and then Uh the textures like a you know having nuts on there or having a cracker or I really like our stuff with, you know, like the thin baguettes and you kind of cut them on the bias and get them a little, you know, toast on them. I like, it's amazing how many, at the farmer's markets, when I'm at the farmer's markets, I'll take the, uh, not the ciabatta focaccia, the the really fluffy light focaccia stuff. Oh, yeah. And I just... I have a piece of focaccia, it looks like a thumb sandwich, I have my thumb, I have a piece of salami, I have the focaccia, I eat that, and I just do that all day, I take a piece of salami, (laughs) I just, all day, right, that plowman's lunch.
4: Mm -hmm. I love that,
5: it's slow, it's steady, it's a nice set of calories, it's it's perfect, it's a perfect little snack, Mm. and um, so, having the breads having the crackers having the I, I love dried fruits with fig, like figs and dried apricots are some of my favorite things fresh fruit actually works pretty good Man. and we just had my wife's birthday party we had and we would use the um the radishes what are the the watermelon radish oh yeah, yeah. as a as a cracker with the salami and cheese he wouldn't believe it. it was absolutely delicious
3: That actually sounds great it was delicious We make a delicious, with peppers from our garden, my wife makes every year. Sorry, I'm chewing. She makes a delicious pepper jelly with her mom. Mm -hmm. They do a thing where they make pepper jelly. Anyway, the pepper jelly on a cracker with a little bit of cream cheese and a slice of this is unbelievable. Yeah, perfect. Beautiful stuff. I got to bring you a a jar of that jelly so you can try it. It's good stuff. Love it. Um, Please. Yeah, I think it's important to have the different textures on there, you know, especially when you're making that, when you're making that, uh, that charcuterie board. The different textures make all the difference in the world. Different textures, different flavors, all that stuff is fantastic. Um, Matt, just just to kind of recap a little bit here, because we had some technical difficulties to start the show. I want to just talk about how you what you did before and how you got into doing this.
5: Yeah. So ooh, that's kind of interesting. So before I joined the Salamanati. I was a medical professional, hey. and uh, actually one of the Illuminati. I guess I, I went to Yale and became a nurse practitioner. While I was Ooh. going to school there, yeah, I know. Ooh, right. That's and while great. I was going Listen, to I'm glad to know you because
3: I know you can make salami and you can do give me stitches in the apocalypse. We're good to go.
5: Well, what's really cool? It, you know, I always laugh. It's funny how some of these um, disciplines include so many uh, sciences and backgrounds. So I, I got. Really pretty school that I was working on a pre med and ended up with my nurse practitioner. And as I did microbiology, I did organic chemistry, I did, and you'd go, Wait a minute, hold on, this all kind of plays in. So when we had right. a crew to the USDA, we were cool with our process. It's like, Oh, hey, cool. I know where the research studies are, I know the actual professional who can walk you through. Here's the micro science of how right. this all occurs. like, I actually know more about
3: this than you do, FDA.
5: Yeah, and it's funny how it works. I wouldn't go that far. You never would say that anywhere in the world, right? (laughs) But we we have professionals that work, and their professionals agree. They've come to the agreement that this is a food-safe process, so much so that they give us a two-year shelf-stable on our package. So this is slimy. Think think about that. This has never been cooked. Wow. Awesome. This is just me. I mean, wow. it's pretty amazing if you think about it. And then another thing that was part of our background was we were one of the early investors, and we started really early with like home brewing and all of that type of stuff. Um, Tess, rest Restor Soul from Maltos Express, but we were one of the early yeah. investors in Thomas Hooker brewing. And so oh, wow. we were fermenting grain. For a lot of years and playing, And then it was like, well, we're looking to divest and figure out where we would go different. And as mm-hmm. we were sampling our salami at local breweries to sell and get a name and establish a brand and meet people and create a business, um, the lines started getting smaller for those beer releases. And you could find them the next day at all the breweries because there were more and more breweries. And so we had the farm and I'm like, well, we could make a farm brewery. The laws had changed. It was a perfect niche for us. It's something I knew, but nobody was fermenting me. Nobody was fermenting me. And so we started and we have the only USDA approved nitrate
3: free dry curing facility in the state of Connecticut. That's awesome. And it's, it's strange. It's cool. Well, the the thing is though, too, is like how much trial and error went into this? Like, like you're, you're, you're an incredibly intelligent human being. So like when you. You, you get the concept, you get the idea of doing this, like you know how to do it, but then you go, and the difference of knowing how to do it to actually doing it are two very different things.
5: Start simple. Um, whole muscle curing was where we really started. When you're doing things like Lonzo, when you're doing things like duck breast, right? Chef, you know, when you're doing things like duck breast for the family, you're with. Start with those whole muscles. It's really hard to get them contaminated with bacteria. The outside right. got a pretty good shell. Salt penetrates that pretty well. Worst comes to worst, you oversalt. you end up with a salty product and you can use it for any cooking. You can, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of ways to change that game. So that's kind of how you really, really begin with the process. Um, But you want to see a grown man cry. You know, you pull out a a, a four year prosciutto and you open it up and it's all hollow next to the bone and you smell it and want to, you know, vomit and you go, damn, that's. How do you get five? Why don't you sell prosciutto? How do you sell five years?
3: That's <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> how do you sell
5: five? I don't know how you sell five years. As I, you know, as I mature here, I go, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Uh-huh. You have one bad batch, you're screwed. You put up a thousand hams and they didn't work.
3: Right, That's a lot.
5: You're bank, you're bankrupt. The whole harvest, the whole year uh-huh. of hogs is gone.
3: It's I'm, really, I'm, I'm, it's I'm amazing.
2: It's amazing it, when you go to Italy and, like you, like, you know, when you're in Florence and those areas and you see the guys that have like
3: warehouses just hanging
2: basements. You're like hanging. in some weird little shop and it's a basement. They just have like 40 yeah. hams hanging yeah. with hair still hanging off them and shit. And you're like, we, we did
5: some of those. You saw that, Chef. With some of the hair on yeah. yeah.
2: How do these guys do this shit, though? And it's like, never, like, you, they, they were like, hey, they whatever. Just, they're like smoking cigarettes. It doesn't look particularly super clean. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, everything's just kind of happening. Yeah. You know, and you're like me. I'm, I'm like I'm a meticulous. I'm bleaching everything. I'm like crazy about it. And then Still I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> happened to this thing? I don't understand yeah. what happened inside of this. Freaking! It's like years will go by, and when something breaks down like that, it's just yeah, uh, soul crushing. It, it's get a little, heart, he it's a little heartbroken
3: there. Heartbroken. It
5: really is heartbreaking, man.
3: Dude. So Matt, how often are you like running a batch of salami now?
5: Oh my goodness, we are uh we are uh, we are really um we are almost at capacity, I hate to say sometimes. We're doing at least a batch a week now. Are you wow? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I have no and, idea. Oh my goodness, we are all kinds of cool places. People sell well, we're at the pantry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I mean we're a bunch of cool places, all the good cheese shops, you know, you know, Cato Corner, you know, Mark and the crew up oh, at Cato yeah. Corner. They they love our stuff. All the Lymans, bishops, some shop rights, big wise. I mean, we're we're really everywhere. It's kind of cool. That's all.
2: Awesome. Yeah, it's
5: they, but the farmers markets have been a lot of the, a lot of the fun too, right? So Fairfield and Greenwich, and we were Westport forever. And but I think we're switching more to the retail now. It's a uh, it's it's grown. It my hobby has become a business, and like you know, people just love it. It it's made with it. The back of my shirt says, or at the bottom even that sign, right? I can't even pick up. prepared with passion. And it. it really is how it yeah, all there happened. You go. It's, oh, right, yeah. Go. Nice. And, and it sums it up. And it is. That's what a traditional dry cured salami. You were saying with the cigarette. I say this at the farmer's market all the time. I hand out a sample. People take a bite. I say it's a one bite time machine. Inhale. Taste that. Yeah. Breathe. Now you're sitting at that table with the aunts and the uncles, you hear the glasses clanking, you hear the red wine, smell that red wine that's spilt and the ash falling off the cigarette. You're literally right there. And it. my, my marketing girl used to go crazy. She was working with us when we started this thing. We charcuterie, but we're red, white, and blue, and the names—you know—Vita and Amor and Dulce—and she's like, "I don't know how to put all this together." And I said, it's, "It just put itself together. It's yep. literally charcuterie." I took all the different cultures, all of these great traditions of people hanging, family, co- community, making preservation, agriculture, all of these things, and brought them together yep. and. Well, this is our charcuterie. We charcuterie, and we are now we charcuterie.
3: It's it's funny how it happened. That's amazing, man. I tell you, what. <laughs> I love it. The, it's this, funny. The, the passion just comes out of you. It's incredible. Thanks, man. It is, man. I, I dig it.
1: It's it's, all it's, what's
5: funny is the kids will still g- grab it. Hey, dad, can we grab salami for a snack? Anytime, guys. Bring it. We'll cut it up. Y'all yeah, cut it. I'll go put the knife. I turn back around. It, it has vaporized. It's gone. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> they just After went. what, 12 years? They've been, they have been. They were the guinea pigs. You know, there's on That's Instagram awesome. and stuff. You'll see little chef. You know, he's three years old going, mm-hmm. ooh, let's try it.
3: How um, much has the recipe changed in the years?
5: The salami, salami recipe know. has not changed in no. the years. No, we dialed it in. When I got the medium, the, the hot was an accident, and we kept it and pegged it. And then we purposely dialed back to make a mild because the ki- We have kids that will drag their parents. They see these red signs at things like beer and wine fest or right. Festivals, and you'll see them. And they will see. I'll see them. I was a bouncer for years when I was a kid, so I love to watch the crowds. For those who don't know,
3: Matt is six foot eight, uh, uh, a solid three twenty. He's a, he's a problem. He's a giant human being. I wouldn't
5: go that far, but yeah. So the kids will see us. You'll watch them, you know, and the kids will see us and then they'll grab their parents' hand and they are beeline and they're dragging their parents to us. And they want that sweet, that sweet, man. I have this army of minions. It cracks me up. They're just so cool. There are, are you go look at the, go look at we charcuterie on the Instagram. There was a guy down in um, Greenwich. One of the, he's a big food guy, but his kid, Gave up her little wooby, her little blanky thing, and took the salami and held the package instead. And (laughs) you can't—I mean, that's life. That's the most beautiful thing. That's it. There's a gal that comes to the Fairfield Farmers Market. She's on there. She's like, "I'm not. I have I have multiple years of her. I'm ninety one. I'm ninety two. I'm ninety three this year. I'm ninety four, and I get this every week." i love we charcuterie you're like Uh lady you're 94 coming to the market she comes to my stand for this and walks out of the market
3: how about that you're telling us right now here live on plum love foods you're breaking it that we charcuterie will keep you alive forever
5: well she's telling us that yeah and apparently if you start young enough you give up uh your blankie for it. it's amazing (laughs)
3: there we go great stuff man uh, really, nice, it does. Nice. It goes so well. One of the things I love about this so much too is we talked about the fat content in the middle there. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> what I love Thank too you. is that the inside, and I think with any good charcuterie, salami or whatever, and I will define that in a second. But like, it's soft in the middle. Like that right. meat, it's not, it's not hard and chewy in the middle. It's soft, which is delicious. Which I think is one of the things that's the most appealing to me. The texture of it is fantastic, and I think texture plays a big role when you're making, uh you know, a charcuterie uh, plate. You know, the textures mean everything. So when you're making this like this, how do you keep that texture in the middle to be so appropriate, so not hard?
5: Well, as, as uh, Jeff will tell you, man, that's the art, right? So one of the easiest and most deadly things to do with making charcuterie, specifically dried sausages, um, is case hardening. But the inside will be soft and it'll actually dehiss at that point. They'll come apart and create those voids where the bacterial infections Mm -hmm. will normally occur. Um, The dance of temperature, humidity, and it's really over over, uh, underrated, I think, and overlooked is time. It has, you have to be patient. Mm. And if you're not patient, you better shove it wet into a vacuum pack. And make it a commercial crappy salami. Because otherwise, you better take your time. And you literally have to dry the inside of that salami Mm. equally to the outside of it, which is a migration of moisture. It's a curing of a product, not a drying of it, right? So Mm. you're pulling the moisture out, like tobacco, like Mm -hmm. any of those things that take time. Tea, right? They have to ferment it and cure it. We're fermenting it and we're curing it. And it's a millennial old preservation technique used in a number of different food products. And we happen to do it with one of the most perishable. Keep it simple. I love (laughs) it. Keep it simple and the most perishable. It's it's nuts if you think about it. And then I will walk around with this hiking or camping. I'll have it in my pocket for a week and I'll just... take a couple bites put it back in my pocket and pull it out and you're like think nothing of the fact that it's literally
3: uncooked meat that's amazing and it's delicious too how tired is your wife of you saying the word salami (laughs) she's heard all the jokes you could
5: possibly imagine (laughs) i walk in places
1: hey it's the salami king
5: hey salami (laughs) guy we're at the the pizza place. Is this the salami guy? Oh, I know how he likes it. You're like, okay. It's <laughs> party, man. I love it. I just love it. And then, you know, we're always greasing the wheels with salami everywhere I go. It's like, hey, here's your tip, you know, at the, at the <laughs> brewery or wherever you're at. It's like, hey, guys, the holidays, now I become salami claws, right? I'm just like handing it out, man.
3: Uh, let's, let's define <laughs> that word salami me. really quick. Just uh, Dan, I am I've been talking a lot, Dan. I know you want to get in there a little bit, too, but the word salami, like, I, when you first started saying it to me, I don't picture this as a salami. You know in my how brain, it worked? You, yeah, need to be the U-
5: you need to be the USDA to think that this is a salami. Okay. Apparently, if you're a USDA inspector or a regulation, that this is a salami. Everybody else in the world would call it a dried sausage or a cured right. sausage. And so that's what I call it a salami. Otherwise, I'm selling something that's not USDA approved. Mm. Okay. However, there's plenty of people that'll take them, and I'll never mention, but they'll open this and have it in their little rack, and it gets to dry a little more, and it's kind of like a humidor for cigars, and you can go, I'll take one of these. That's the old school way to do it, and this stuff you can, right? Or we'll go down to Arthur Ave, and we start trading with the boys across the counters, because, hey, we all like good charcuterie. I don't just eat my stuff, man. I eat everything. I want all of it. I'll try any of it, right? Right. That's awesome. So we all trade across all of, everywhere you've been, every single thing that you have ever eaten. That's awesome. I've I probably traded with those boys. And, so
2: you dry them out a little bit more too.
5: Um, when I open them up, I, I keep them and I let them dry a little bit more. And then you forget them sometimes because I, you know, I tend to open another one. So when you find a nice little dried one in the back of the fridge, you, know, you can throw it on the grater and drop I it in some eggs or soup like, or you said arthur avenue those old salamis
2: you get like a two or three year old sometimes they have yeah. an old super saut. they're so hard yeah. like when you shave them they look like glass when you put them have, on the... have them cut
5: it vertically instead yeah. of through oh. right Yep. yeah, yeah. Oh. No, they do it all the time good good old provolone i can't Works wait to
2: straight. get some
3: of your salami and just leave it out now it's, it's gonna perfect. be amazing that's <laughs> awesome Matt, do anything special with the salamis for for Christmas? Any kind of specials like on the website? Hey, get three for this. Or I mean, you're already not a very expensive product to begin with. But
5: yeah, we kind of. Uh, so I got to tell you, man, the business of salami is a lot different than the passion of salami creation. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and the ability so for. Yeah, the ability for us to be able to just throw up here's a special, here's a special, there's a special. I I have lost that. I had a gal that was doing like I was telling you, our marketing, Amy, Amy, shout out, man, you rock. Um, she's into different stuff now, and we just don't. I so no, we have fairly priced product all year round. I work my butt off to make sure I can get it right this time of year. Frankly, order this week, guys. What is it's today's the seventh, right? Thursday the seventh. So you guys need to go ahead and get your orders in. If you want it for Christmas, I'll get it to you. But that's, I tell you, man, a year or two ago, we had stuff being delivered in January. It was, well, it was a mess. Are you doing uh, so it
3: yourself or do you have an outside it, shipping?
5: Uh, we do it all. We, you, you, have, you know, Postal Service, we, we do the mm-hmm. two-day priority stuff and pop it out. But, you know, like, there's 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 not, we're small business guys. We're, you yeah. know, me and my wife, my kids, and uh, occasionally some help. So. We, we wow. do it all ourselves, yeah.
3: Well, it's Matt, a... you're making an unbelievable product. Wow, Dan, amazing, you carry this man. in the store, man. Uh, I'm sure you've tasted all these. What do you think, Dan? You, you I mean, We've been talking a whole lot. I haven't given you a chance to chime in.
4: I love it. It's delicious. Um, I'm, I, I love it more now hearing the story behind it. Don't make no now knowing the story, knowing the guy behind the salami. It's I'm I'm super excited. My daughter, actually, we're big charcuterie people. We just had a big board for my daughter's birthday. I went right in and told her when we we're going to have you on. I was like, hey, the guy from We Charcuterie is going to be here. She's like, oh, yeah, because she's a huge fan. Like she stays. I will, with one in there. I, I, I can't believe we don't have one. Like I said, we unfortunately at the pantry just sold out. So, you know, it's. We'll
5: it's get you some more.
4: Richard, absolutely.
5: Can't can't have you sold out for the holidays. Well,
3: but, uh, Dan, I we got quick. that Dan, we got that big event on the, the 6th of January where they want a big, uh, Matt, they want a their, their kitchen table turned into a giant charcuterie board. I'm going to get a bunch from you for that.
5: Anytime, guys. We're always here to work with you. We're always happy to talk about it. Again, we're passionate about the process. So it's not even just like you said about our product, man. We're part of the charcuterie world. We're part of charcuterie boards. You know, there's a bunch of people in Connecticut, you know, everything from like Cato cheese, Mystic cheese, Mm. you know, you get some of the people out there using our products and making boards. I mean, this is, it's a a whole, uh, the chefs using our pantry, selling, right? People are like, well, it's just you doing it. And that's not true. We have, you know, a thousand people between chefs and caterers and stores and retails and quirks and, and everybody's helping and using this product and selling it and entertaining with it and. It, gift baskets. We've had so many people order it for gift baskets, and mm-hmm. it's like, I need 100 for 100 gift baskets. Wow. Amazing. Okay, it's amazing. It's magic. Yeah, great. but we're just part of it, right? I want to be with the local all your stuff, the beers, the crackers, the cheese, the local, the produce. It, it, it's amazing. Connecticut's
3: got a great, rich food history. And yeah, we're you know, to be I believe that. And I'm, I know Dan does, too. Jeffy's a New York guy, so we have to convince him.
2: Yeah, sometimes I need a little convincing,
3: but I, I I'm I've been falling in love with Connecticut more and more. Um Yeah, great stuff. We should get we should get Matt out of here, man. We could talk to you all night. But this is a great product. Uh Jeff, anything final for Matt before we get him out?
2: Well, I, you know, I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit. Have you ever done any uh, any charcuterie with uh, poultry or or, uh, or anything mm. other than pork? Have you ever had any luck with uh, doing anything uh, with beef duck, or, bre- or any?
5: Duck breast. Duck breast is the early one. Lamb is kind of cool. You know, lamb, I haven't done a lot with it, but lamb lends itself to success because it tends to be a smaller cut. Yeah. Right? And so size, I got to say, hey, girl, size matters. It absolutely does. (laughs) Because when we did those 50-pound prosciutto, it was like flip a coin, baby. Let's see what we get when we cut it open. You know, here we go. And you could be as meticulous as you want. And I could pull out, you know, here's my gloves. And I got the syringes. And let's get some of the salt up into the veins. And
2: and, (laughs) Like you found out.
5: It's flip a coin, baby. So diving that all in. Yeah, it's fun.
3: It's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Dan, any final things before we get mad out of here?
4: Uh, I'm just curious of um the what, maybe one of the biggest obstacles that you may have had to overcome to get yourself uh where you are today. Was there anything like crazy or something that changed uh some of the dynamic of how you do business?
5: No, nah, man, it's I gotta say it's pretty
3: easy. You, uh you're you pretty late like- that guy too. I got not a lot bothers you.
5: You go tell the USDA that you want to take an uncooked meat product and stick it on a shelf for retail consumption and uh they're probably gonna say it's not a problem go right ahead sir it doesn't say? work doesn't work <laughs> anything like that I never battled someone so hard to have a this this stuff's been made for over a thousand years man I Absolutely. mean it's I, we're literally not re we're unreinventing the wheel. I just took oh. all the shit you put in and out of it and made the same stuff. That's been food safe forever. But let me awesome. reprove it. Let's go through the whole thing. Um, other than that. And I guess, you know, and then there's a plus side to that too. You know, I'm not, not I have a regulator went all the way to Washington DC to straighten out an issue for us and got wow. it all worked out. And so it's like, you know, it's there's a food safety look. Well, you you know food safety, right? I mean, we have to be safe. So that barrier to entry, though, God bless anybody that wants to try and start it. That's all I got to say. And I don't know how to. I, I think it was, no, sir, you can't do that. That's not going to work. That somehow became my motivation.
3: Yeah, well, I tell you, no, it makes you want to do it more, right? Boy, it pissed me that. off.
5: I was like, wait a minute. what? You, you're literally eating it. You're sitting here at the, my butcher processing facility eating it while you're telling me now
3: we shouldn't have this. That chip on the shoulder <laughs> can be a powerful thing, brother. Ooh, wow. I was
5: like, "Okay, okay, cool, let's do it." So, and 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 so now it works, right? So again, that that weird background of being a nurse, right? The health departments, when I go to the farmer's markets, the sampling and all the stuff, I'm treating you with respect and dignity. You guys are actually out here doing a job. The last thing I want to do is make you ill. Jesus, I'm a nurse, right?
3: Right, right. And I'm a a
5: dad and I'm a husband. And so I I don't want to make a guy. I give this. We're giving out samples, you know. Hey, hold on a sec. I I don't want to say this, but sir, ma'am, is there any chance that you might be pregnant? (laughs) Yeah, well. There's a chance, there's a chance that you could find listeria in any processed deli meat. And I've had mine tested. It's tested all the time, but I didn't give it to my wife when she was pregnant.
3: Wow. Okay.
5: So I'll tell them, hey, guys, maybe not. This is a, so it's not about selling salami. It's yeah. about safely wow. engaging and enjoying in it, right? Yeah. But I can tell you what, you go to stop and shop and they're going to slice her a pound of that crap. In a heartbeat,
3: not ask questions. You know, so I come
5: at it differently. I made this so that my kids, you should see, my 15-year-old's this big. My 12-year-old looks like a fire hydrant that's frigging five and a half feet tall. Right? It's, It's because I know nutrition is the number one reason we all are getting sick and all having problems.
3: Oh, listen, no, number don't slip one slip on something out, Matt, because I couldn't agree with you more. But
5: Add all the mm-hmm. crap, right? I mean, we got no nitrates, no fillers, no food dyes, no soy, wow. natural casings. I mean, and I and, am and the one that has to say, you know, you, you think every other food out there would have to say we're not organic. You know, I mean, it's we are literally as basic and simple of a food product as you can make. Love and it. you think that adding all the other crap, uh, let me add a few food dyes and let's grind some uh, cellulose. Yeah, <laughs> let's put cellulose in there so you can, you know, burp and fart for the next day. <laughs> you can't <laughs> so, digest. It's literally not digestible by humans. So yeah. because I can save a whatever, a dollar, a pound, or I don't even know how much it costs to put cellulose in your stuff.
3: That's unbelievable. You are Matt. You're awesome, brother. I've always thought you were the man. Your product is fantastic. Uh, Great on any charcuterie boards this holiday season, man. Honestly, you're an electric factory, brother. Seriously, you're awesome. We love you. Hell yeah. Guys, I
5: love talking with you. Thanks as always for having us on. You know, salami is community, man. It really is. It kind of brings us back to the basics of our food. If you can't preserve it, then you can't enjoy it when it's not in season and we have the ability to preserve one of the most perishable products in the world fresh pork wow we share it with people for holidays and then we just reach out to folks like you and like i always say man so i love
3: stay brothers love that man drink out. That great timing get some orders You're the in. man get some stuff for your holiday stuff ladies and gentlemen Woo. Matt Brownie from Wee Shark. Yeah, thank, you. thank, you, for thank you for having us. Happy holidays, my friend. We'll Happy thank holidays,
5: <laughs> thanks,
3: <laughs> brother. Is. Dude, how great is he, huh? Hell yeah, man. Matt's Matt a is bigger. a man. We Shark cookies. I mean, listen, I don't very often want to come on here and just start preaching about a product. This is the whole time I ate almost the entire thing while talking to Matt right now on this. It's just such good stuff, man. It's great <laughs> product. Could not tell you more <laughs> about something that you need to go check out if you haven't done so yet. And if you can't get it for some reason, you need something quick, you need it faster, get something local. Because I'm telling you, the local charcuterie is going to be so much better for you. So much better tasting. It's just good stuff. And Matt is a great guy. We Charcuterie is fantastic. And hmm. I'm going to be placed a pretty large order myself here very, very soon. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, the fact that it's so natural, the fact that uh, it's, it's uh, you know, it's pork and salt and spices, time, Fermented. Uh, I mean that's well, you know me, baby. If it's fermented, I'm in all the way. I put all, you know, um, both feet. I like it. I love it. If it's funky, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and uh, our boy Matt can make it funky, but obviously in the safest way possible because he's talking about some science shit that had me going, oh yeah, a passionate totally. brother, dude. Yeah. yeah, no, he's yeah, he's smart as fuck, bro. What do you mean? Passionate I'm telling brother? you, he's like, yeah, dude cutting it on the bias it looks so beautiful when he sliced Mm -hmm. it on the bias and you can Mm -hmm. see all the chunks of fat and like the the perfect pieces of meat in there and that it wasn't like emulsified that it was like literally beautiful cured meat
3: you know that's it much love to matt browning we check them out it is really really good stuff uh we got a few minutes we had some technical difficulties too boys we're gonna have to you know pick up we'll we'll do a little (laughs) pick up here at the end but uh obviously this show is pre-recorded uh, we had, I have a, an event thing I have to deal with on Thursday night, but we still want to get a good program to you guys. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about charcuterie boards. I'll tell you what, how much of a, like, it's become a thing, our charcuterie board. Like, that's a thing people do, Dan.
4: The whole thing. People make money off of it.
3: A lot of different places, a lot of
4: things. Um, I was looking into a lot of different boards, and I was going to Instagram, and I was shocked at how many people run charcuterie board businesses,
3: do you have any pictures and, you got that are like your favorites, or ones you saw that you really liked that we can look at?
4: Yeah, I got a few. I got a few. I found some things. I found some interesting,
3: uh, different boards, different uh, layouts. Okay, I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I don't like the what? prosciutto rolled in cheese, like. But I don't have a problem with that. And like the chocolate
2: covered pretzels on there.
3: Oh fuck! Yeah, never. Yeah, you love gingerbread that Gingerbread men. Nope, take that back. Chocolate. I didn't see the chocolate covered pretzels just now. I was. I was like, oh, pickles are nice and crunchy, and the olives, and the salt, and the crunchy nuts, and then chocolate covered pretzels. Fuck that
4: and this one got pretzels too i was kind of shocked at how many uh these boards
3: well i, I don't have cool. as much pro on this one i don't have as much problem with the chocolate with, with the pretzels as i do the fucking strawberries that are not ripe why are they on there with the god the fuck. i think if it's going to be on a charcuterie board already. it needs to be able to be eaten the entire thing
2: i just don't like how they put red strawberries with red fruit and red salami you call it's those like, red those are white to me well that's what i'm saying but it doesn't you know what i mean they're not adding anything to
3: it
4: you know it's if like, i cut into a strawberry and it's that white i'm throwing it in the trash
3: absolutely oh, and matt man. was right though a little fresh fruit wasteful. on a charcuterie board is fantastic but just make sure it's good and ripe listen
2: yeah. don't we throw it in the trash you let's can see. ferment strawberries they're delicious here we go so
4: then we got another board here
3: let's see there's a couple berries on there i don't know they look better the the strawberries and tomatoes, tomatoes together what's that yeah oh, nuts.
4: i think nuts are kind of um something that a lot of people don't ever think about i, I like nuts on the charcuterie board i like the texture i like <laughs> Yes, like I, the nuts and the board and the meat. It's, it's a thing, but tell us
2: more about it. Dude. Do me a favor, time stamp that. Timestamp that right now. <laughs> damn, damn. All right. uh, we'll so damn, and there was this board here. Nuts.
4: I thought this board damn was pretty impressive. This is a pretty impressive board. I don't know.
3: So uh, here cut and Dry. That little, looks pretty normal. Truffle. I, like pa- I love the pate on there. That's nice. Yeah, a little truffle
4: nice. moves pate on there. Yep. Some. Yo, I don't mind
3: having like the last board you had up too. I don't mind having like a little dips, little hummus and baba ganoush, that sort of stuff mixed into the board as well. I don't mind
4: that. What's that this one? Uh, dips, no, that yeah. we one. These have really jars good. or something on it. Not that bullshit. Yep,
2: I see that jars of gel there one. You go. Like that oh, yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Dip
3: on there. That's nice. I like yeah. a little
2: dip. Yeah, I like that one. Like that one there. I got that I gotta, one. Like that it. one's okay. That one, everything looks like it's it's a uh, you know, at least uh nice.
1: Opera? Yeah, is it, is this one. What it's the a wreath? fuck is that? Oh, it's a wreath. wreath. Oh hell yeah! Look at the, the coming at you cookies. with the
2: wreath, the salami roses. Couple, oh, the salami rose, man! You got to come with the salami rose.
4: Definitely not enough cheese on this one. Mm-mm. Meat or cheese? It looks like a lot of fruit and cucumber, and uh, ferns. You know,
2: Plum yeah. loves a, a non-functional garnish. Oh, uh, those
4: are actually ferns. Yeah, actually, there was one I saw that was um was rosemary, but yeah, that's actually like unedible.
2: <laughs> we had some spruce on here. <laughs> Would what you I like to? Uh, would you like to have to plate this on spruce watermelon? So that, that's, a, that's that's not really a charcuterie board. Nope. Last one. On, what is that? that? A,
4: sorry, sorry. Okay, so let's what, get controversial crazy. here. Let's look at this shit. All right, that's this a, is a cheese a,
3: board. That's a cheese board. and flower board. That's a fruit board.
4: What? Why? What's with all the flowers?
2: You gotta pick around them because it looks like, pretty.
4: That's ridiculous. There's 364 flowers on this platter.
3: It's a, it's a, it's very grammable. They're probably all edible. Yeah, if they're edible flowers, I get it. But how many people go, you know what? I don't, I'd don't. i rather not have the strawberry. Let me grab this edible orchid and eat that Yeah, instead. I mean,
4: exactly. How many f- flowers? Are they really that delicious? They're edible, but are they delicious?
2: Right. Listen, we like to say uh, edible, but not incredible. Edible,
4: um, but not incredible.
2: And uh, ah, ah, we still Jimmy. get in there and we eat them. You know what I mean? Flowers are good for you. You little calendula, a little nasturtium. You got a little uh, chamomile up on there. It looks like a little uh, batch of... Bachelor's button. Maybe I see a well, maybe a sage flower or no I don't know.
4: Anyway Man, I, I thought these were adorable. These are little uh Oh there you go cups. These That's, are interesting. That is flowers cups.
2: though. Wait, hold on a second. What is that? That's a cup?
4: Yeah, it's a cup, but uh, yeah, this <laughs> that one's not as nice as this one.
3: It's the Lunchable. Okay, but that's not bad though. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's, a that's the Lunchable, lunchable. church. Out of the, there's one, they got the fucking chocolate fucking pretzels. Here's this, one. Is, this is pretzel. for kids. This is for fancy who, kids. Who
1: this is for one, kids. kids. Who wants for bougie
4: ass kids?
3: Kids birthday. One chocolate shit? pretzel. One chocolate fucking pretzel. One yeah.
4: chocolate pretzel on each one. Look at that green ass cheese though. What's that's <laughs> that green cheese is
3: Fucking Irish Wechicle, cheese. Wechicle yeah, back. that's
4: an Irish. Um, uh, what the hell is it? Humboldt. Humboldt cheese. No, that ain't made that word up. That was, I don't and know. then there's this Somebody right, this together. What, what, a, what
2: is, My mom makes that same one every year.
4: <laughs> what what the fuck is this? Why are you I, hanging,
3: Why are you hating uh, on my mom's board, man? That's your perfect. Mom, <laughs> Jeff, your mom did not make a good cheese board right here. This is this this is not Bro, That's, that's the
2: homemade. That's the homemade summer sausage up in the you corner. Know, that's, the some summer is, sausage. Yep. that's the homemade summer sausage, yep. sausage yep. that you know my sausage.
3: This is the official Shakuchi board. There you go. The old school. And then and uh, she got that Bell and Evans uh, fucking, I don't know what it's called, man. That, that summer sausage shit that comes in the, in the, in the gift box. Yeah. Little Farms, dog. Yeah. And then a uh, vulgar chef threw together,
4: threw together one. Here's a okay. little charcuterie board.
3: That's vulgar chef?
4: Vulgar chef charcuterie board. I love board.
2: This. That's a charcuterie. <laughs> also known as a barbecue. <laughs> I, you know, I mean like charcuterie board That's like every picnic I've
3: ever been to in my whole life Your picnic <laughs> boards look that good I'm trying to come to your picnic What
1: the
4: this fuck is that good. This is like a crazy Fruit and cheese board What I thought was interesting on this one was They got dragon fruit circles on this bitch Your
2: goth girlfriends or something sent you this yeah, What is, what is, it? is yeah, this is
3: terrible.
4: Burn the brie They burn the brie with a bat symbol Bat symbol <laughs> They, but it they was a magnifying, like they a magnifying glass.
2: They use a magnifying glass. This is Slowly upsetting. And I don't like it. It really bothers me. Here,
4: so This is a dessert board, right?
2: Yeah, for a fucking baby shower.
4: Baby shower or some shit.
3: <laughs> Josh is getting mad. <laughs> white chocolate covered straw. Strong- what? In the fuck, that looks like somebody's brain. That's, that's like white chocolate right that's there. That's brain surgery right there.
2: That's, that's a dessert. That's a dessert. dessert. A char
1: char-, char- dessert board
4: cheese picnic that's the holidays you think you're getting crazy the dolce
2: yeah. those are some of the boards i've seen i, I don't know i think it's <laughs> those are
4: some of the boards i've seen <laughs> people get crazy there's some i couldn't print there's some i couldn't download i had a bunch of fun ones that actually didn't
3: show up charcuterie board here we go we're each going to give a good tip for somebody making a great charcuterie board before we get out of here okay mm-hmm. uh jeffy what's your big tip for somebody making a delicious charcuterie board well a showstopper
2: i, think, I so show stopping move for a charcuterie board is to What's it called? Uh yeah, the board of meats and cheeses. Mm. Uh for me is to make sure it's well rounded and uh just make sure you get good products. Like go to a local cheese shop, go to a, a pork store, go someplace where people are going to exactly, get some <laughs> baby carrots. You know, call call Farmer Lee Jones and you know, get some of his stuff to put on the board, you know, wow your friends make it special. You know, but yeah, do this. Get We charcuterie. Go to WeCharcuterie.com right now and get a little of his salam. Look <laughs> at Plum, he's over there sniffing salami right now. You can see it's all over his face. What is
3: this picture here from He's just
2: sniffing, <laughs> sniffing that. Whoa, what is that picture? I there? don't know, man, but
3: he, you look greasy and happy. I don't it's <laughs> like, awesome. I harvested that. Was for me harvesting honey. All right, so. <laughs> Got no relevance whatsoever. Why do you can put honey that? on a
4: charcuterie board?
3: Uh, and why is my chin and jowls it's... that wide? Which <laughs> no, you're about to say something. What is going on? Look at those. <laughs> I, I have weird sex lips here. What is that?
4: Oh, 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 oh That oh, oh, was no. back in the
3: good days. Little, give me <laughs> what is
4: that? you <laughs> am about to take that it's... honey.
2: Yeah, he was like, mm, like that, like sweet Want to boy. dip that salami in the honey and just you go Like work.
4: that
3: honey mustard girl. You want me to show you the honey mustard? <laughs> you can tell how old this is because look, I have no gray in my beard and my mustache here. There we go.
4: <laughs> young? Oh, you five.
3: White teeth and sex lips. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> you like people used to call you Bubba Plum then.
4: <laughs> Isn't that those those dudes on the uh, Sesame Street to go yup 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 yup? I don't yup, know how yup, we yup, got yup, here, yup. Dan. I don't know how
3: we got here, but I blame you. This is your fault. This is your fault. We're trying to give tips for a charcuterie
4: board. Uh, it's probably my fault. Get good you know, products.
2: Happens. So that's that's my 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 big tip is to go out, get good products for your charcuterie board, and then you can't really lose. You put good Spend stuff the on the dollar. board. Exactly. Get good stuff. Get 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 it from a farmers market. Go to a pork store. Look for stuff that's like homemade. <laughs>
3: that's my tip. Where does one find a pork store? Just curious. I've never seen a pork store.
2: Because you're not from New York. Yeah, pork pork stores, stores are
3: guinea stores. All
2: right, Dan, back me up. You don't know what yep, a pork store is?
4: Yep, pork store. Where you get they
2: all got your pork, pork stores. They got to have a pork over. store in, in the Haven.
4: Don't let Hell him yeah. bully you, Dad. No, I'm I'm for all for pork stores. You're going to tell me wrong. You could point me in the direction of pork store. I'm there. Yeah, but you've seen like, the Sopranos? like you've seen one before. I, I, I probably have. I've been in stores full of pork where I'd be like, yo, that's a pork store. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. yo, Arthur Avenue, there pork stores all up and down that street.
3: What's your tip, Dan, for a Shakuji board?
4: Uh, I think my tip is to go easy. Like, don't feel like you see some of these boards or people are going so elaborate. I think that takes you out the game. If you're not, you know, well versed in what you got going on when it comes to plattering or something, you know, have fun with it. Put stuff that you want to eat on there. If you wouldn't want to eat it, don't put it on there. Right. You see something that doesn't look like it's good, don't put it on there. Make the Put the things on that you know you're gonna enjoy, and guarantee that people around you are gonna enjoy it with you. And like you know, that's how I might do it. And I'll also say that um, less is more. Sometimes people go real heavy. I like to keep yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to intermingle too much. I like to keep stuff so people can cut it themselves. Some salamis people like cut a certain way. Give them the opportunity. Put a little knife on there. Don't have it all cut the same way. That that way you can make sure people are trying it differently because it does taste differently depending on how you cut it. So.
3: That's actually Some a good tips. tip right there, Jeffy. Very Always a good
2: tip. The animal knows what the fuck he's talking about.
3: That's a good one. And, and you know, listen, I'm going to tell you from mine, uh, play with textures. I think texture is one of the most forgotten things when it comes to food, especially from home cooks and things like that. Don't be afraid, try some different things, different textures, different crackers, different dried things, have the crunch in there. The crunch is a big deal, but there's different types of crunch. There's like a crunch from like an almond versus a crunch from like a pickle. Like Mm -hmm. get different things on there. Don't be afraid to have some tartness on there. You got a lot of fat on that board from that charcuterie, excuse me, that charcuterie, right? That's gonna have a lot of fatness. So having that little tartness from like a pickle or something like that is delicious on there. So don't forget to put that on there. And I also think that having some sort of dips we talked about earlier, on that board is also nice. It takes up space and gives a different texture, which I think is really, really important. And when you're doing cheese, mix it up. I think if you have two different types of meat, you should have two different types of cheeses. And I think have a soft cheese and have a hard cheese. That's my tips, Jeffy.
2: I think those are all solid tips. I think if people listen to us,
3: they're going to be have successful charcuterie. Sar- char- successful charcuterie. You char-cucci. can tell what that looks like because your people who are eating it will look like this. <laughs> How happy that man is! I don't know why that's even. Yeah,
2: now nah, boy, I got some why money. Yeah, uh, you want that 100 mustard, girl? I will get you that. You didn't 100 mustard.
3: Why? Why are you act like I'm, I'm not? I'm not Cajun.
2: In that picture, in that picture, you have this like.
3: <laughs> in that picture, you're Cajun.
2: Very draw Cajun. to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
3: that's not true. I look at that <laughs> picture, and all running. I can think about it. I, th- I look at that picture, all I can think is. This.
0: Honestly, does anyone have any standards here? Think about.
3: No. When oh. I look at my lips, I'm like, there anybody be any standards here? I don't know. Mm. All right, listen. Big shout out to We Charcuterie for joining us on the show. and Give us a little background. That was awesome. We really, truly appreciate that. Uh, good stuff. Make sure you check them out. Sure. Wecharcuterie.com. Sure. Great products. Uh, really delicious and, and easy and super affordable, too, man. I'm telling you. Dan, have you go to the website yet? I'm, what's, what's he charged for a salami? I'm curious. I can't remember what it is. I, I think it's on really, these really affordable. And I mean, I think you buy a certain amount of free shipping, <clears> Like, and he gets it to you in two days. It's, it's really good stuff man and it here and it's well worth it I mean what is it expensive I'm looking I'm sorry $35 a salami no, Thirty
4: five dollars,
3: $45 yeah I mean it, it's awesome it's good stuff and you know it's made by a guy who truly Ten ninety five. how
4: much is it 10.95 yeah. for one
3: <laughs> made by a guy who really are you cares fucking kidding it? me
4: that's yeah. a great price right yeah, them boards had ones are $9. I feel like I would have bought those for
3: 22 in the Hamptons. Hey, uh, shout out to Matt Browning and We Charcuterie. We appreciate you guys. You're awesome. Hell um, yeah. Shout out to Dan, to Jeffy. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you. Uh, for everybody out there, remember, food is one of the most important things we have in life. Everything important in life revolves around food. But let's make sure we give it the time it deserves. And we'll see you guys next week right here. I hope you guys happy holidays. Happy holidays. Here, Foods. We'll see you guys next week right here. Same bad time, same bad station. On nets Peace, y'all.
1: I'm the power of power, too sweet to be sour. I'm funky like a monkey. Sky the limit and space is the place.
5: Thank you for listening to Plum Love Foods Live. See you
0: next week, good brothers and sisters.
1: Do you think I'm crazy?